Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Welcome everyone to episode 11. Ready to go, Steve. I am. Are yep. you? I'm ready to go, yeah. Good. Yeah. How's chomping your... at the bit. <laughs> How's your week been? Uh, yeah, good week this week. Another good week. Uh, another picture wrapped up. Yep. So Shown on Facebook. Fact, two pictures wrapped up, Steve. <laughs> Shouldn't I say? All oh, right. Only one picture wrapped up, folks, <laughs> no. which I put on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. We can we can say that you know you're you're drawing. You're doing more pictures. It's good. It's yes. Good. Oh, yes. It's oh, good for them. Yeah. I'm I'm going to start another one this next week, so I can tell you how I get on with this. The next week. week. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Still beavering away though. Yeah. Oh, plenty of projects in the pipeline, haven't we? Yeah. Haven't you? I'm not I, doing any. Uh, well, <laughs> you're putting some suggestions forward as well, <laughs> as well as all our. Our um, lovely listeners out there are putting suggestions forward too. Exactly, here. exactly. Oh, we're well, we're doing it for them. Lots of feedback. Of course we are. Yeah. So every podcast we start with a story. And last week we covered your first demonstration, yes. which was actually more a discussion than a demonstration. Yeah, it was <laughs> almost a disaster, but not quite. <laughs> but it proved successful because they wanted you back. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, there wasn't a lot of people doing a lot of demonstration at that time, you see. I kind of like... Uh, um, was it quite rare for, for artists to give demonstrations? The professional artists, yeah, yeah. They they were um, they were just really coming into their own, and at that time, I suppose because DVD started coming out around that time, so people started seeing the artists at work, and there were one or two programs on the television as well, or in Crawshaw, I remember had a program. D- DVD or video back then. Oh, it would have been video. Yeah, yeah VHS. No, yeah, not DVD. No, it would have been videos to start with, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's what prompted interest. And uh, and then we were demonstrating at the at the shows as well. Yeah, you, you were... So that prompted the that was societies as well. That was with the company, wasn't it? Supposed to be like that. I did. They got you to go along to the exhibitions to that's demonstrate. That's right. That's right. But what I like to do, <clears throat> I'd like to talk about that perhaps next week, that uh, okay. the first demonstration I did at the, an art show, because it was fascinating. But what I'd like to run on to last week, we talked about Edward Jackson, remember, in Flatford Mill. Yeah. Well, just prior to Flatford Mill, I'd been doing workshops since the London Zoo. I decided to do a few workshops in the gallery downstairs which you remember. But what we used to do, we used to have sort of 14 people come along, and the only way I could really show them was to have them all around my easel. You know, I work flat, and they all crowded round, and I showed them how to do, say we were doing a portrait, I showed them how, this is how you do the hair. These are the pencils you use, and this is how I do the hair. And they had to remember everything I said. Some clever clever clogs used to take little notes, you know, <laughs> yeah. down. Um, and of course, the ones at the front, or the ones immediately around me, got the best view. And the people that were craning their necks over the top of these people were kind of, oh, can, can I, I can't quite see what you're doing. Anyway, they went back to their place and started their picture. And I used to go around and help them. Well, this was okay. I mean, it worked quite well mm. because there was no alternative. Yeah. And this happened quite a few years I was doing this. And then I was asked by Edward Jackson at the Art Materials Show in the Design Centre in London, could you possibly do a workshop for me? Sure, I said. So we arranged it for me to go to Flatford Mill. And where's Flatford Mill? Flatford Mill is in, it's, it's on the border between Sussex and Suffolk. It's sort of, 
It's not far from Colchester. Uh-huh. Okay. It's where Constable, of course, Constable Flatford Mill, he lived there for a while. He actually didn't live there. I think he had a house somewhere else, but mm. his father owned Flatford Mill. Who is one of your kind mm, of that's right. idols in the That was world. one of the reasons why I really wanted to go. You know, mm. it, was, it was very exciting. And it was very well thought of as well. Anyway, I went along there and I took my easel along and I set it all up in the studio that we had with the expression tension of the, I think there were only about nine people. There wasn't quite so many as I had here. And I thought, well, they'll come round. This was in preparation. No one was there yet. I set it all up in preparation. And I thought, yes, that's all right. They can all come round and go back to see. And then Edward said to me, Colin, he said, I don't know whether you could use this. And he pointed up onto the shelf and there was a video camera. But it wasn't a conventional video camera. It was one that you could twist and turn. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, it was like a, on, a, on, a, on the end of, of, a, of a pole, if you can imagine what yeah, it is. Yeah, a bendy pole. A bendy pole, yeah. Imagine a bendy pole. <clears throat> I said, well, how's that work? He said, well, what we'll do, he said, we could put a television there, we can set that up, and you could, you know, focus this on your work. And I thought, what a good idea. Mm. So, again, this was before anybody came. So that evening... I set it all up and had a little test run. I thought, my goodness, this is great. Revolutionary, I suppose. For Very much so. Oh, everybody come in the next uh, morning, on the Saturday morning, and ready to go. Oh, and I explained what we were going to do. It's the first time I'd ever tried it like this. And it was a major success. It was very success. Everybody did a fantastic job. And, of course, I went back to Faber-Castell I was working for. Then I wasn't working for... It was just when I started working for Faber-Castell. Blimey, when was that? Do you remember the year? Oh, gosh. No. I, I, it was about... 90s, wasn't it? Yeah, it was probably the mid-90s, I reckon. Mm. Guessing, but I would reckon it was. And I said, and I'd only just started working from them. And I said to them, look, I've got this great new gadget... Would you be prepared to pay for it for me? Because I couldn't afford it. It was about £700. You see? I said, um, well, what about that, they said. I said, well, it's going to revolutionise the, the, uh, the way that I perform the workshops. And uh, you can only do you good anyway. I talked them into it. They actually bought it for me. Did they? <laughs> yes. Nice one. It was a good one. And I used it then for all the demonstrations from then onwards. So, of course, you of can course imagine it, it revolutionised that as well. Yeah. So I started doing my demonstrations in the same way by using this overhead projection. Uh, overhead projection. It was a camera that I focused on my work. And put through a television <coughs> so people could see. Yeah, through television. And then, of course, anybody who's seen me in the last seven or eight years, perhaps a bit more than that, perhaps ten years, I then used the video camera on screen because that broke eventually. It actually wore out. I wore it out, yeah. <laughs> and uh, they weren't going to buy me another one, so I ended up using a uh, normal uh, video camera then. Mm. Uh, it worked very well, and then everybody used it on the big screen, so that's you know ha- how it was until I packed it up. Mm. But it was interesting that that was the first time that I'd ever used it. And I, it's a fascinating story, actually, and uh, one that I'm sure the, the listeners would... Uh, Hopefully, they'll think so too. Uh, <laughs> Otherwise, I'm wasting my breath. And it was all thanks to <laughs> Edward Jackson. It was, and I, I'm eternally grateful for him because he gave me the idea. Do you know what they used to use it for, though, Steve? What's that? They used to use it in their programs about um, flies, wings and flies' legs and little beetles and things. What? <laughs> I know. 
They used to turn this little camera and focus it on a, onto the television screen. The lecturers used to explain to them how, you know, this happened and that happened. I'm not... Uh, fly, fly wings. Fly's wings, yes, and little beetles and things like that, yeah. That's very yeah. peculiar, but it worked. Yeah, it worked It, it worked, worked for out them, for you. <laughs> but it worked for me as well. And no one had ever used a painting before. And, I, and when I used to go to the art clubs with this revolutionary new gadget, they were all astounded. Because mm. you can imagine, suddenly they were sitting back in their chairs and they used to come up to me before a demonstration and say, uh, oh, Colin, uh, which side do you work? Are you left-handed or right-handed? Because they used to get there early and move to the right side of the board. You see, if I was right-handed, they moved that side, and if I was left-handed, they moved the other side. <laughs> Canny lot. But of course, they didn't have to with this. Yeah. They could see the screen. I can't imagine demonstrations being done in any other way No, now. you can't, no. Because, no. I mean, I mean, because this was... I suppose, like you say, that video contraption was 700 quid. It's an expensive yeah. way of demonstrating. Yeah. So Especially you can't just go artists. out and go, yeah, poor artist, go out and buy a <laughs> 700 quid camera for this demonstration. No, no, no. Um, no, the problem that... And the other, the other thing that I'd like to point out is it works with the pastel pencils the way I was doing them, working flat. Mm. Now, you imagine trying to work a camera onto someone who's, got, who's working watercolour yeah. on an easel that was... Vertical, mm. virtually impossible. Yeah, I can imagine. It doesn't work. The, the angles, sorry. yeah, no. no, you couldn't get the same kind of, it would be quite tricky. I know it? sometimes they used to, I used to talk to other artists and they used to say, oh, yes, well, we, we've got a video camera that they, someone actually stands there and videos while the artist is doing the work and it's broadcast to a screen or to a, but it's not very successful. Mm. Not as successful as we used to. So when you do different kinds of art, because that's prompted a question in my head with watercolour, you said. Yeah. You do different angles. You work at different you angles. You do, yeah. Well, so well, usually with watercolour, you're working at not quite a vertical because we've got the water running down. So yeah, you, yeah. you'd work at a 45-degree angle, yeah. But with oil and acrylic, you don't have that worry. It doesn't run. So you work virtually... Virtually ver vertical. Oh, really? Mm. Have you ever tried oil and acrylic? Uh, I have. I've tried everything, Steve. I've tried it all. I don't... I never got on with oil because I couldn't... Um, there's two things about it. One is you had to really, to do it properly, you had to wait for it to dry off before you applied more. But, of course, that used to infuriate me, so I didn't do that. I just did oil. I did actually sell an oil painting once. Oh, really? Yeah, as a harvester, yes, I remember. Yeah, Through through Tony's gallery, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back, yeah, back in Gravesend. I sold one. It's probably hanging on someone's wall there, Colin Bradley on it. Anyway, it was with oil. But I never did really take to it. Acrylics I don't like because they allow you to make mistakes and correct the mistakes because you can overlay. So if you, you know, you can put a dark background on and then you can put light back on top and then put light on top of that. And if you make a snake, you put something on top of that. That's interesting that you say you don't like acrylic because it's easy to correct mistakes. Yeah, absolutely. It's a and very interesting answer. Well, you don't have to work so hard, Steve. Right. You see, imagine if uh, you could do with the pastel pencils what you could do with acrylics. You've got your cat, your lovely pussy that you've got, and you want to put some white fur in, oh, easy with acrylic, over the top of all the dark. Mm. The whiskers, no problem. The problem with it is it looks plasticky and false. And surely you can't really layer. You can't lay. You don't lay. It's not the same technique of laying, no. layering colours that you not do. Not in the same way we do. Acrylic, no. The way we do it with a pastel pencil and with watercolour too, I've got to say, 
you have to be you have to be very uh, mindful that you're working within the confines of that medium, which makes it better, makes it more original. I've seen so many acrylic uh, paintings, which I know and have seen that it's all fabricated and mm. it doesn't work. You can't get the depth of colour either. It's, uh, mind you, there's probably a lot of acrylic artists out there. Saying, yes, you can. <laughs> it's just that in it's, well, the, it's your opinion, isn't it? Uh, that, you know, from the amateur level, yeah, it doesn't work. In my opinion, it doesn't work very well. I've never seen really good amateur acrylic paintings. I've seen very, very good acrylic paint, professional acrylic paintings but then again they don't to me they do not work in the same way that um, Bastille does but that's unbiased yeah of course you are of course yeah well thanks for that that's a good story and I'd, I'd have to take it off at a tangent because you you prompted me about viewing angles mm. and I thought mm. I thought that was interesting because I don't know viewing angles I'm not like mm. a, I'm not an artist so right. um, okay so moving on we've got some questions this week the first one I have for you dad is from Anne in New Zealand, and she says, Hello, Colin. While watching your DVD on the Victorian girl, a most enchanting painting came up. It was of a lady in period costume holding a mask. Her dress was pink dress. Uh, is there any possibility that this painting may come up as an exercise? I've finished my Victorian girl and found it to be the hardest painting I've ever done. I'm well pleased with it, and it was worth the effort. Thank you. Kindest regards. Yeah, how good is that? Someone that's doing a that's picture. That they find very difficult and they doing a good job. I think that's wonderful. Uh, we know how hard portraits are. Well, the girl that in question is the one, you know, the, the lady. It's actually hanging on Mum's wall. I gave it to to mum as for a present about 25 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's still hanging on the wall yeah. in, in the other room here. Yeah, yeah. And it's very, very beautiful, I've mm. got to say. I've always liked it. You should put it on Facebook for people to see. I might do that. I we might should take do a picture that. of it. Uh, the reason I've never done it as a pack, because it's too hard. Mm. It is really hard. It, it relies the actual dress itself which I don't know whether I actually show it in the picture, is more very art artistic. It's mm. very I've loose. Yeah, yeah, I, mean? I know. And it's also a, quite a big painting as well because you is. have it's so much detail in mm. it. Mm. It's actually quite... quite. But it is a lovely picture. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I can adapt it. But the reason I, I replied to Anne and told her what I'm telling you now, mm. that um, we will think about it. We'll put it on Facebook, see what everybody says. Um, but I wouldn't have been able to do it before because I wouldn't have been able to show them. Now we've got the member site. I can show people Yeah, well, this is how it. it's done. Yeah. And well. after all, a lot of people doing the Remoir. And so, and that, yeah, they are, it, yeah. That's pretty tough. Yeah, it's a hard one. Okay, next question we have is from Rod. He says, hi, Colin. Thanks for the website, the video clips. Uh, they're all enjoyable and informative. I've recently completed the waterfall and cliff exercises, both of which worked out pretty well, and would like to combine elements of each in drawing some of the sandstone outcrops in after a bushfire. I've included a reference photo. My problem is I can't get the right base colours, base colours for the reddish parts of the rocks. I tried various combinations, but they either turn out too red or too muddy. I'd appreciate any thoughts you may have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, I can't show this picture on the podcast, obviously, no. but did you put it on Facebook, this podcast? Th this yet. The reference picture? Yes, I did. Yes, you did. So, what did you what did you do to? Well, what show I did, this? I wanted to put it on uh, because I thought I thought 
this was going to be a really, really interesting exercise. Mm. It would have been. But I wanted to see their reaction. It was good. The reaction was very good on Facebook. And because of that, I've just done it today, Steve. <laughs> You've oh, done it. I've done just it. knocked it off. You done, know? Done it, yeah, just done a little, <laughs> done a little video. For no, people. I have. I've actually finished it. I've finished the video, so we can put that on. It didn't take me long. Three or four hours. Okay. Which is not long if you think stop, start, stop, start. And I also, at the same time, I had it uh, scanned. I scanned seven different stages. So we can now make it into an exercise for people uh, and or they can watch it on the member site. Brilliant. Excellent. So we'll and I think it's going on in a couple of weeks, isn't it? That yep, yep. I'll, I should be able to cut that together and um, yeah, that'll you can be put going after the Renoir. The Renoir's got one more week left, so I'll put it on after that. So... In about two weeks' time, Rod, you'll be able to... Uh, the exercise will be up before that, or around the same time, I think. You reckon? Yeah, I reckon in the next... Sort of, yeah, within the next two weeks, we'll have that exercise oh, up. Oh, OK. So pop, we'll, we'll pop up the, the actual finished picture this week or next. I will. No, I, know, I, I can So, so tell everyone mm. that it's mm. there. And that's great. Good. Excellent. He's going to see that. Oh, they're going uh, it's to... It's very hard. It's a very hard... Uh, picture that, uh, exercise but yeah. because it's an exercise people can try it two or three times this is yeah. the, the idea of it and get the idea of rocks because it, it's fascinating how you start and you finish when you look mm. at the beginning and you look at the end i might do that on facebook i might put the first first colors i put on and then the final picture and they can work out how i did it in how between it. yeah <laughs> good idea good idea the last question i have today is well you had someone inquiring about the the kind of pitches that was best sellers so which are the like right. i suppose the most popular ones for for buying is it the, you have so you, like cats dogs wildlife animals or landscapes flowers mm. are always popular and then you've got here pictures that are generally not popular mm. so i'm just gonna you know i was just gonna sort of throw the question as mm. you've got it here Right. What what subjects are the best for, for selling if people are doing commissioned right. work? Okay, well, first of all, if we're looking at animals, the very best cats, dogs, tigers, and anything similar. Birds? Not as much as owls. Owls, owls. are. Really? Owls, definitely. So you've got to go by, I mean, if you wanted to sell a picture, if you did one of those and put it in an exhibition, chances are, if it was, if it was done very well you'll sell it. Mm. Not quite so much with dogs, unless you stick to Labradors or... Popular kind of... German Shepherds. Because the problem is people like their dogs. So you'll get someone who's got a... One of those... Uh, Labradoodles. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> Whatever they are com uh, no, combined. I was, was going to say you know, mongrel, but I, I mustn't say that because that's wrong to say that because they're lovely. Mongrels are lovely. Mongrels are crossbreeds and things. Yeah, yeah. So they're a mixture of all sorts. And that... You've got to wait for somebody to come along with a dog exactly like that to want to buy the picture. Yeah. So the chances are slim. Yeah. So that's the first if you're going into animals. Mm -hmm. If you're going into landscapes, the very best landscapes to do are the ones local to you. Your local church, your local high street, your yeah. local beach. Your, you know, because then you're getting customer uh, recognising what they're seeing and maybe want it or want it as a present it's mm. what i did when i first started off i started off with local scenes and popular animals and i did very well mm. still lives mm, not you so say much. yeah you say if flowers are popular mm, generally yes but again they've got to be well done yeah and that's the problem you've got to you've got to do a good flower picture for it to be a seller yeah 
Okay, that's a good, good bit of information for people out there. That but my next to... one that I'm doing, just out interesting, shall, shall I tell them or not? Shall I tell them? Yeah, go on. All right, then. I'm doing a rhinoceros. A rhinoceros. A rhinoceros. Now, you'd think rhinos would be, oh, goodness me, surely they fall down the list of crocodiles and things. No, yeah, they yeah. don't. They don't, because what I'm going to do, folks, at least I hope I'm doing, and I put it on um, the podcast, so... You've got to do it now. I've got to do it now. Is I want to do it similar to the elephant. You know the elephant? Well, like the charging elephant? This is going to be a charging rhino. Oh, good. It's coming straight at you. But instead of being water, it's a sandy and a sort of sandy. All I, c- I can see it in my mind how to work it. I've got a picture that your, your friend kindly gave me of the rhinoceros. Yeah. So I'm going to use that. But I'm going to put it in a completely foreign kind of uh, jungly kind of place. And yeah. also sandy path. So we'll have mud and stones and all things flying up. <laughs> Excellent. This oh, that's exciting. So it, well, this, it, this is why I'm... It's in action. It's action. But, of course, we're looking at the member's side here. Not necessarily for me selling this rhino picture. It's, it's a picture that it will be fascinating to for do. For people to reproduce as well. Exactly. And, and, yeah. Exactly. So that's coming up in the next few weeks, folks. I'll let cool. you know how I get on. That's great. A lot of stuff. A lot of exciting things coming up. A lot of projects we've got. It is. Don't tell me we're out, out of time. Oh, we're out of time. Oh, you no. can see me looking at the... the, the <laughs> cl- <laughs> I did. I thought he was looking at... I'm looking over. Yeah. <laughs> we're out of time. That's another episode down, though. Well yeah. done. Thank you for well, all that useful information. Well, we packed a lot in today. We do. We always a cram a lot in. We always we cram a lot in. Um, if I could just ask everyone out there, if you are enjoying the podcast and you like what we do and you um, want to rate us or review us we're on itunes where you can subscribe to us so each week you automatically get a new episode but you can also rate us out of five stars and we, we've got so about seven ratings of five stars which is really nice of people and people have left some comments so if you feel like leaving a comment on itunes or rating us then then that'd be great good it bumps us up the charts it does, yeah <laughs> we're going up rapidly now we are we? the downloads are going up it's, uh, we must be doing something right the downloads are going up you said the downloads are going up (laughs) (laughs) yeah that sounds like one of my quotes yeah (laughs) Uh, okay well that's another episode so thanks everyone for listening I'm Stephen Bradley and I'm Colin Bradley enjoy Enjoy your week week. can't we make these podcasts longer Steve it's up to the listeners do you think we could get away with it